This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a threesome, a fuck buddy, and an ex that's lingering. Also, June 22nd, I'm coming to Laugh Boston. Laugh Boston, June 22nd, 10 p.m. show. Come to the show, bring some friends, go to laughboston.com to get tickets, and let's have a good time. Enjoy today's episode. Boom. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Stay up New York Labs. You're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again just to start us off. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Uh, this is uh, my pleasure to do this podcast over the Memorial Day weekend. Got tons of snaps and Instagram DMs and tweets and Facebook messages. Just you guys listening with a crew. And it's summertime. It is the season of the shitty summer internship. You need me. Your friend needs me. Your mama, your papa, your brother, your sister, anyone with ears. They need this podcast because honestly, those dog days of summer, they get long. You got less people to hang with. You're not in the fraternity house. You're not with your boys. You're not. You're alone. You're on the beach. You're by the pool. You're, you know, in the shower, rubbing one out in your refractory period. You're wondering, where am I? How did this all go wrong? Let Papa JT sing sweet nothings into those eardrums. Uh, And please, you got to tell one friend. Go right now. Tell one friend. Do it. Pause. Tell a friend. Okay, we're back. Now, very excited. I'm also on everything. JTrain56 on everything. Jared Freed on Instagram, which I'm doing a lot more of these days. Go follow me there. Uh, Very excited to have this guest back. An OKP. OKP. Original key player. Oh, nice. Bill Dawes, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Always a pleasure to see you. Happy to have you. Yeah, man. Good to see you, dude. We saw each other, what, two weeks ago? And I had this... We're taping now on a Wednesday. We usually tape on Mondays to let you behind the curtain. Let me roll back the curtain because, uh, you know, Memorial Day. So we had this, like, spot opened up to, you know, get in a... Get in a recording before Friday, and we saw each other a couple weeks ago at one of those shows that you see. Oh God! Uh, it's like seeing a bus about to hit you in, at two miles per hour. Yeah, you know, like it's. I'm gonna get killed by this show. It's gonna make me feel awful, but I'm gonna do it anyways. Yeah, for sure. It was at a bar, and it was like happy hour, gorgeous day. They have all the front doors open. Everyone's just having fun, partying, drinking margaritas, and then they're like, "Excuse me, turn off the music. We have a comedy show." Yes. 
And we saw it. We, you put it on Instagram. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we performed for a bunch of school teachers. Yes. And who, who were like literally just sitting there like just trying to blow off steam. Oh. Like I felt bad for them. Like, this is our margarita for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the big jumbo margarita. Yeah. They're splitting and they're their friend. With two straws and just oh. talking boys. And then we're going up there being like, so, farts, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's good to see you again. You can follow Bill on Twitter and Instagram, at Bill Dawes, at Bill Dawes on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow him. So funny. Go support him. What is happening? You got shit going on. I got a lot of shit going on, man. You got on a lot my of fronts. I'm, I'm interested in not your good, story. Not good shit. No, you got but <laughs> you, bad you know, shit. Bad shit. But that's always the best types of stories. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find the comedy. I'm getting evicted from my uh, apartment. Okay. And I'm trying to find the comedy in it, and I'm just not yet there. Homeless is a tough subject to push. Yeah. Although I'm still in my apartment, so I'm squatting. Okay. Uh, what is the issue at hand with your apartment? In 2014, so let's, what happened? Let's, go. let's take a trip back. So here's here's a problem with my whole eviction thing, and I'm doing a, a, an Indiegogo campaign. Check it yep. out at BillDoz.com. Anyway, uh, the problem, you can find the Indiegogo on his Twitter, Bill at BillDoz, and you, you know the, support the, the cause. The problem is, from on the surface, it looks like the whitest white guy problem yes. on the planet. I own my apartment, <laughs> and they're forcing me to sell. So people right away are like, "Can we cuss here? We can say whatever we want." Yeah, right. yeah. So it's people, the internet. Okay. <laughs> okay. So people are like, fuck you. Like, just sell your apartment and leave. And okay. and, and like, this is not be done a real it. problem. Yeah. But you know, you're, you're. Let me just explain to you that you're on the podcast for white guy issues. Okay, white. So guys. this is. I'm saying we have a we have an eclectic listenership, uh, all colors of the crayon box. But oh, good. These are lu- this is a luxury issue podcast. So there's no. <laughs> People write in, and you can write in J, uh, to JTrain, uh, podcast at gmail.com. That's JTrainPodcast at gmail.com with any of your luxury problems. It feathers please, my nuts. Please, make to, me to, feel that less people, like a piece yeah, of Yeah, but people come here with these issues that people would say, that's not a problem, now on to my problem. No. Yeah, exactly. Every issue, every email is taken seriously, well, what, yeah. and we're going to fucking dig in. White people have problems, too. Yes. I'm so fucking sick of this idea my that white boat, people have problems. My boat shoes get dirty. Yes. Just like the rest of you. Absolutely. And the problem is... My boat is too hot <laughs> on the deck, and I have to wear shoes, and they are melting. Yeah, my Your SPF collar becomes greasy. unpopped sometimes. Yeah, sometimes yeah. my collar gets yeah. less stiff, the starch in my collar. Uh-huh. Sometimes my balcony is too hot to lay out on. It's For just sure. everything. Life is not easy. It is. Okay? It isn't. The, the salad people, I told the medium dressing today... And they put in light. And I'm very, you know, I'm happy for the health benefits. But again, these are my issues and we should delve in. Of course. So I, I think they have just as much merit as the issue of anyone, of yes. any race. South African, Somalia does. Okay, maybe that's too much. But here's the thing. <laughs> so I own it. But I They got it. Bill's t-shirts. They're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bill's winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo Bill's championships t-shirts. Uh, They'll be fine. So I bought it in 2000 when it was like a fucking rundown, rat infested okay. shithole. Where like you'd walk outside and the tranny wearing diapers would shoot you in the face or stab yep. you with a butter knife. And that's what I bought. It was like really cheap. That, you bought it for the charm. Yeah. But now it's now it's much more expensive. So of course, the people that are coming in are like they're this fancy is what people. Us Jews call an investment. <laughs> yes. So these uh, so these Jews moved in. No, these people moved <laughs> these in. These rat Jews. <laughs> the gays moved in. If you want to raise property, yep. like, just start butt fucking gay because that will just raise. I'm I listen. I I moved into an apartment in Harlem. Um, 
in October and I'm, I'm living there now. And then I, a, a lesbian couple, like I was like, you know, is this the right move? Is it, you know, am I making a huge mistake? Yeah. I had just recently signed on the dotted line. I'm going in the elevator. I'm having all these thoughts, anxiety. Lesbian couple walks in and I look at them. They go, hey, did you just move in? I was like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're moving in too. And I just, I just turn to the corner. I just go, yes. <laughs> yes, scissoring. <laughs> This is a scissoring you went, house. You went there, Jared, really? Yes. You had to go to scissoring. Yes, I want to see the sawdust on the ground. <laughs> I want so much scissoring going on here that, I'm, that, I, that we have to hire janitors to sweep up all the, le- oh all the labia dust. <laughs> That's what I want. So you're right. Yeah. Lesbians, good. Yeah, lesbians, good. Well, more, it's better if it's two gay men. Yeah, because at least you can play video games with them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. just because gay men, they all have like jobs. Do lesbians have jobs? Yeah, they work. They, they you know, they, you know, uh, you know, softball umpires. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, they, uh, they uh, ironically, they're labia dust uh, sweepers. Oh, nice. Yeah, they, they're the nice. janitors too. Yeah, yeah. So, so you move into this place. Yeah, what are, gay, we, ta- what are we talking about? This the point? gays are moving in, <laughs> and you got this. So the apartment. property value goes. I've, look, I've lived there since I was in grad school. I've lived there for eighteen fucking years. So you got this dude. place. Now it's it's a little bit of a it's it's a cherry. So it's a two bedroom, two bathroom. It's a, it's a big place. You should okay. come check it out and squat with me. Okay, but cool. I have a a bedroom that I rent to this painter, and he's like, I'm going to Italy for five months of paint. So either I kick him out and I get a new roommate, or okay. I'm like, he's my boy. I don't want to make him pay rent. So I, I rented out his room while I lived there through Airbnb. Okay. Now, Airbnb is real estate code for meth lab, apparently, because the minute you say you did Airbnb, people be like, oh my God, how yeah. dare you? Well, I heard something recently. Someone told me, I, I, I shouldn't even bring this because I can't remember it totally, but like Airbnb... The they're you're escaping some sort of taxes too. No, I paid. Here's the thing: I paid all my taxes. Okay, I did it legally. You can rent a room yeah. if you live there. I didn't rent my whole apartment. I, I advertise. I call the executives. It was all like on so the Airbnb, but creates an issue. So instead of them going like, "Hey, Bill, you're doing you're renting a room out short term. You can't do that. We should talk about it." Or da, da, da. Let's have a they talk. They were just like, ips, 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 and they like whispered about it, and they began an eviction behind my back. So they, Re- gave, me, they, uh, they okay. gave me a notice to cure, and yeah. I stopped doing it. And I said, hey, I stopped doing it. A month later, they voted to evict me. Well, this is, this is the problem with, that people have with gentrification. It's not the fact that you know, Whitey's moving to town. It's yeah. the way they get um, other people to move out of town. Yes. So, and and I, this is, I, I never thought of it this way. It's it's the way they get people to move out of the yes. building that's the problem, not the people that are moving in. And what's happening, what people don't realize about this, pull, it's called a Pullman eviction. And what okay. it means is that a co-op, without the law on their side, without due process or constitution or anything, yeah. they could say, we want you out and you can't fight it, period. Like they, you don't, they don't have to be like, hey, you were fucking snorting coke. You, you have to get out. They can just be like, we don't like your character. They uh, literally boot people out for saying we don't like your character. See, this is this is this is what people don't like, and yeah. nobody fights it because they're like, I'm going to fight it. And lawyers just say, don't fight it, man. Just take it's the cost money because you, you can just sell your place and sell, get your money and leave. Get your money, leave. This is what they say. This yes. is uh, yeah, yeah. This is the this is the dark side of gentrification. Because, and I yes. always I was always on the side of like, hey, listen. This is the market. Let them sell. They're making money, but people want to live in their homes. Yeah, I've yeah, lived like, there for eighteen yeah, yeah. years. You don't want to go I, anywhere. I don't, I, it's my favorite place. Ever. I don't want to live anywhere. Yeah. So I said, I said no. I want to fight it and see what happens. So you're going to city hall. It's been two and a half years, dude. In city hall. At, well, in it's housing you, court. That's crazy. So yeah. you're sitting outside with the cartoon Bill from 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> schoolhouse rocks. You, you guys are you just are sitting. so white. You don't even know what court looks like, no, do you? To me, everything. <laughs> oh, the only thing I know about court is schoolhouse rocks, and you're just sitting <laughs> on the front stoop oh. with the cartoon bill. Yeah, pretty much that was thrown out by Congress. Housing court is like is like the DMV oh, as a court. Oof. Like literally picture so you're the DMV, living, yeah. but a judge in the background. Talk about undesirables. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So every, no one there is, rep, <laughs> n- none of the people, I'm the only tenant who has like a lawyer. Okay. All the other lawyers are for, for the co-ops and yeah, for the people yeah, yeah, kicking yeah. out the people. So you see some 80-year-old woman with like a walker going like, hey, you're on the, I did not know. And, they're, and, and the other lawyer loses, uses all these legalese and gets these people out. And they're just getting swept out. And they out. just say, take the money and run. Take the money. If you and own it, take the money and run. If you don't own it, they buy you out. Take the money and run. Yeah, exactly. And so okay, so this is the situation you're in. You're you feel like you're towards the end of this situation. Hopefully, I felt that for two years. I mean, yeah. I'm I, I so I started this campaign, and I didn't start the campaign because I was like, I, you know, I know it can look like I need money. I'm white. I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to show my piece, and I get that. But I also started the campaign because I was like, just one person who works at the New York Times or Post, whatever, might pick this up and be like, and hey, be this like, is, hey. This is fucked up. You shouldn't be able to kick people out without due process. Yes. It has to follow the law. Because there's a problem right now where co-op law and the actual New York City law, they're not in conjunction with each other. They actually mm. run counter to each other. And no one fights it. Literally, no, my case has never been ha- happening. Well, this is like the, we'll run it. Like, this is the movie thing of like, we'll dry them out in court. That's you know, exactly big companies happening. can say, you know, we hire lawyers. They have budgets for lawyers, so they're yes. like, we're spending this anyways this year. Yeah. And for you, you, you know, you're you're one man show. So I've spent, I've borrowed and did almost hundred thousand dollars. It's crazy. Everything, credit card, just maxing out anything. And then I was like, I got to do this thing, so I'm raising money now. Now we get to the problem with my Jewish girlfriend. <laughs> this is the real reason we brought you. In. Uh, Bill is not not a Heb, <laughs> not a J. But you're you're dating a, a love Jewish the, chick. Love the Jews. Love the Jews. Always yeah. love Jewish women. We're cool with them. Yeah, I don't know what it is. They they look. I don't like. I the see. And, okay. Yeah. So you got this girlfriend. Yeah. So she and she, she was like, "Oh, I'll help you with the campaign. I'll donate my." She is a professional, you know, wing woman. She said, like, "I'll I'll donate my services to it and help out. There'll be one of the the gifts or perks or whatever." And she was like, oh, I can talk to this friend. I know the person who owns this and da, da, da. And it was, She's and connecting then, people. She's getting, connecting you, people. getting you professionals. Then I launch it. And like apparently she uh, – and, and, and I could tell right away she felt weird because her fucking friends, these fucking – they follow me <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> they follow me so, on Facebook and they go – Oh my God, he's doing this, and they go, Aaron, it's so gross what he's doing. He's begging for money on Facebook from strangers. What a loser! This and is so she felt uncomfortable. So I said, Hey, if you feel uncomfortable, I'll take your name down from the perks. Back off. Let's not do it. She goes, No, I'm going to post. It. I was like, Do not post it because if you post it, it'll be really bad. Let me just let me explain so what's going on because I I, I, I want to make sure the listeners understand. So you put you have this you have this issue where you're trying to fight in court to get your place back. You put up the Indiegogo. You start dating this girl who is Jewish and yes. has connections in the community to help you out maybe or yep. help you out with your campaign. So now her, is on, her name is on the campaign. Her friends see that she's helping you out, put two and two together that, you know, penis and vagina. And they're like, oh, we don't really like this we, guy that you're getting involved yeah, with. Yeah, we don't approve. The result was... And everyone listening to this podcast, you know, guys and girls, you're worried about the friends. The uh, friends get in the girl or guy's ear, 
Yeah. It's over for you. Well, here's the thing. If a girl, if a friend ever warns you about like this guy, she is 100% going to be ugly. I mean, that's just a fact. <laughs> there's no, no hot question. woman no. warning the friend yeah. about the guy. Not a lot of hotties yeah, there's worried no... about their hot friend yeah. getting involved with a hot dude. There's no knockout being like, you got to stay away from that dude. Yeah. You know, they're that, just like, the knockout's fun. too busy getting approached by other dudes. Yeah, exactly. She's so, got shit to do. So the first thing they did is they- Ugly they, people got time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Time to burn. People were, th they threatened to remove funding from her business. Oh, so now they're business. threatening her to get away from you. Yes. Okay. Then then they pull, some of these guys pulled together and hired a, a Jewish matchmaker to set her up with like a real guy to get her out of this toxic relationship. So, oh. um, and and it, and it affects her. And of course, yeah. I'm like, who gives a shit? These people are fucking losers. But that's her community. That's, that's her, her community. business. So um, so it's it's a tricky situation because I have to get her point of view. So these like, they've got her. A, they got her a Jewish matchmaker to set they her up. Pay a Jewish matchmaker, and they're like, here's a guy we got for you to get you out of this toxic relationship. She's like, I'm happy. I don't want. I don't want to. Yeah. They're like, yeah, okay, whatever. But seriously, if you want, you know, and they're just relentless. But Jew it's it's crazy though too that they don't. Obviously, it's like. Like a worthy cause. Like it's not like you did anything horrible. Like you're, yeah. you're trying to see it through. But this is what I, I mean. I've you know, I think so. I've dealt. I deal with this all the time. Jews want to set up Jews so badly. Like oh. I, I, it is crazy. Like I have older, and I'm flattered when they come. But I have people every day that are like, yeah. I gotta set you up with this. Gotta say, and I don't know what these people get out of it, but there's something to it. But I also think that there's another weird thing going on. I've seen this girl. She's beautiful, gorgeous. Jews have this weird thing about their hotter Jews. And I'm not in this club. I'm not even saying yes, that. Yes, you no, are. No, I'm Come not on, that. Jared. I once hosted this thing. It was the Jewish People's Choice Awards. Okay? <laughs> it wasn't on TV. It wasn't on anything. And they asked me to host to dance around and fucking bomb for them. <laughs> so I went up and I had, I'm in a tux. They had, it's a black tie event. All these people paid major dough to give awards to each other that... For nothing. Like, it wasn't, like, for charity. It was just, a, get together in a room. We're going to have this nice party. And J-Train's going to go up and host it and give I out love awards. It. So I went and did it. And I'll never forget it. One of the categories was uh, Jewish Single Jew of the Year. Nice. That's such and, a weird oxymoron right there. It's, <laughs> the whole thing is weird because it's like, Wait a minute, you had like entrepreneur of the year, you had charity person of the year, and then it was single person of the year. And it was like, <laughs> it basically, who's the one everyone wants to fuck? Yeah, exactly. And, and then I remember giving out this award, and I remember being, and they voted online. Like there was votes that were tallied, and I'll never forget it. The one that won was this, like the most gorgeous girl, like Gal Gadot. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> like, like, Gal like, Gadot, yeah, exactly. The most gorgeous person. So I was like, oh, they just want her, like, they're, like, trying to keep the genes right. Yes. You know? It's, yes. like, this weird gene thing, because you're saying it's about the religion, but then they only care about the hottest ones. Yes. This girl got up and then gave an acceptance speech. I couldn't stop laughing. She's ex <laughs> she was accepting the award for best oh. at being single. Thank it was just so her. It, it was her accepting like the the supermodel award. I've taken so much cock this year. Yeah. This award. I like to thank all the cocks I put in my mouth. I'd like to thank all the circumcisions that I wrapped my mouth around. And no, it was so weird. And it's like so thinking of your situation where like this girl's a beautiful girl. These other uh, you know the community feels that they're like we can't. 
We can't lose this we number one draft her. pick. Yeah, yeah. And what's funny about it too is like her dad is not Jewish. It doesn't matter. She's it's the she, mom. She came down the right canal. She came That's down the right all canal. All that matters to these people. And I've seen it. I, and I watch it. I was just I was in shock because like and the guy who won single guy of the war gorgeous yeah of course you know, like i was just like what's going on and the the, uh, the acceptance speech i can't tell you enough how ridiculous it was to watch someone thank a group of people for voting them the most eligible bachelor or bachelorette it's just like it was crazy oh my god so i mean all of you guys should go support bill go to his twitter at bill Dawes. you can see it's uh, his pinned tweet right now is the go-go and yeah you know save the relationship at least you know yeah, he's got Jesus a hot Christ. It's crazy. So I don't feel like such an asshole. You're not an asshole. The funniest, the funniest thing, too, is I have perks. My perks are like Hamilton tickets. I'm giving like $15,000 paintings for like $2,000. On your Indiegogo? Nobody's, nobody's no. biting. And they're like, just like, nah. Yeah. I thought like at the very least, like Jews want Hamilton tickets. Yeah, like, everyone. None of her friends would really, like it's my one connection. I know the director. Excommunicated. This is like a... Let's oh, get to the... Oh, yeah, go So ahead. last night, can I tell you what happened? Please. So last night she performed at okay. Gotham. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, she had great a club. She had great club. So she had, of course, like fifty guys come. Fifty, and sometimes with her little meh, little girlfriend or wife, and they went to Jake's afterwards, and they oh, all yeah. surrounded her like they always do. Which is she's fun. like a celebrity to them. She's a celebrity. It's crazy. And then they're like, let's you know you know what deal is with your boyfriend, and they fucking pulled up a podcast from four years ago, where I talk about at the twenty minute mark, I talk about how I cheated on my girlfriend. It's a it's literally a five they, second clip. So How like a needle in the haystack. Are obsessed these people. Was it this podcast you were on here? <laughs> no, no, I don't think it was this podcast. I, I, it was a Dom Herrera podcast. Okay, so they had to go look at this video and find and like th- these are married men. Yeah, who are like scouring the internet to find dirt on me, and they found me going, yeah, well, I kind of cheated. And she's like, yeah, he's man. a cheater. You know, once you're a cheater, you're always a cheater. She's he's a LeBron going, James. Oh, it's fucking. We're crazy. losing her. You know, Cleveland don't want to <laughs> lose her to Miami. You know, oh, it's wild. Hell. It's crazy because I, I, I've, we've, I've met this girl before. I know who she is, and I'm like, when you told me this story, I, it, it, it wasn't. It was weird to me because it made me think of this Jewish yes. People's Choice Awards thing, where it's like there is this weird thing with like, you know, extraordinarily good-looking Jews that like they're like will, they become like almost celebrities in this small community. Yeah, yeah. No, but, if she was, if she was like me, no one would care. I don't think so. I, I <laughs> to, to, to put it, uh, you know, it's a sad truth. But listen, send in your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're here with Bill Dawes, at Bill Dawes on Twitter and Instagram. I, I think we got some great, I, I think we got some great emails. I'm, oh, yeah? I, I like this one. This is a, we go right into some lady. We have so many women emails. All right. I love it. Ready? Yeah. Papa JT, step on over here. The feather is waiting. Okay, but seriously, I need your advice. I'm going to try and keep this to 200 words straight to the point request you mentioned on today's episode. I've been dating my current boyfriend for the past few months. So it's a lady email. And he's still very close with his ex. Oh. Based on a few stories you told me about her, she seems a little nuts. Brief example. She got extremely mad at him post-breakup because he saw a movie with his roomies instead of driving three hours to see it with her instead. Doesn't sound a little like, doesn't that sound like a little on the crazy train? Anyways, he still texts her on almost a daily basis and even went to visit her for her birthday with a few friends a couple months ago. 
I trust my boyfriend. Don't think he'd do anything shady. He doesn't hide the fact that he still communicates. However, it really bugs me. I know she treats him like crap a lot and gets pissy over stupid shit all the time. Am I in the right to let him know it annoys the shit out of me or should I just grow a pair and get over it? I'm not one to stay friends with my exes. Once you're out, you're out. So it's hard for me to relate to this staying friends. P.S. They broke up about a year and a half ago. Not sure if that matters or not, but seems like something you'd ask a question about when deciding on an answer. Love the podcast. It gets my it got my friends and I through our seven-hour road trip this past weekend. You're the best. Thank you for listening. This is a great email. What do you think? I think the guy is fucking fucking her. I think, he, think that, I think he's I think he's the pits. I think she has every right to tell him like I'm not comfortable with it. Absolutely. 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 And also, you should never like feel I, it's okay to feel uncomfortable and let someone know you feel that way. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean my I've said this a million times, you can't tell someone how to feel. Yeah. So like he can't look at you and be like you're crazy. You you feel how could you feel that feelings? way? I'm not fucking her. Yeah. yeah, but you're getting something out of her that you're not getting from this girlfriend. Yeah. There's some crutch that this girl gives you that the current girlfriend isn't yes. putting in. And a year and a half, if it was like 5 years ago and we've been friends yes. and now this feels a little recent to still be like BFFs. Like you went and visit her with a bunch of friends, did you now? Yeah, You're, you and your buddies like, hey man, let's go see Jen. Let's go see a girl that won't fuck me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it it's, doesn't seem right. It's, it feels fishy. I, I'll say this. I, I and also I, I completely agree. But I said this a couple episodes or last episode. What's the story? Yes, I just need the story. How are you guys still friends? If you could do that story yes. and tell it, and if you could put that story up and on a stage, and everyone on the stage would go, oh, okay, we get it. Then you're cool. And what's your relationship with this? Like, what are the what's a girl's relationships? Is this girl super cool with you? Does she talk yeah, to you? Yeah, it doesn't seem like they have a relationship. So, like, what you're saying, if he if he was like, you know what, we broke up five years ago. Um, her and her friends hang out with us, or her other friends hang out with us. She came back into the group. We like started talking. We're totally cool. She's got a new boyfriend. You know, then you're like, oh, okay, I could see how this could happen. I see how this book could get written. Yeah. Right now. There's no other way to see it than he's holding on to something that yes. he doesn't want to get rid of. And just the whole line of like him and some of his friends went to go visit her three hours away. Three hours away? What? what? That sounds really fucking like a bad line. I've only taken three hour trips to girls where I am full of cum and yes. I like can't even like understand what my thought process is. Just wrote a yes. wave of cum. Just right a wave. I'm surfing the cum wave. <laughs> yeah. Straight. I've done that. I've been like. <laughs> I remember when I was like 18, just coming like, I was like working at a summer camp and like just coming home knowing like there was a blowjob waiting for me. And I'm like, like the music's turned up. I'm just like, ah, you know, yeah, like yeah. ready to get it out of my system. And it's like, there's, there's only that can get you three hours away. Yeah. And, and it sounds like she hasn't been with this guy that long. Yeah. They broke up a year and a half ago. She's been with him for six months. Yeah. So I would say, here's the plan. You look at this guy and you say, hey. I think it's weird that you still hang out with your girl. It actually makes me feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel like you're getting something out of this girl that I can't provide. If you want to be friends with her, that's cool. Uh, but I'm not going to sit here for it. Yeah. I'm going to move on. Yeah. And just see. And the, the your goal isn't to get him to stop. Like, what he'll say is like, oh, you don't want me talking with my friends? You don't yeah. trust me? Yeah, I don't want you talking to your ex-girlfriend of a year and a half ago who you drive three hours to see to not get fucked. Yeah. That's right. And don't let his defense of insanity yes. 
be lo- you know logical. As a matter of fact, if his defense is like, what are you talking about, then he's definitely fucking. Then her. he's definitely fucking. Her. Yeah. If he's like he, if he at least once doesn't say, oh, I get it. You're right. Yeah. I gotta stop. Hundred percent. Then anything other than otherwise, there, that's a reason to end it. Yeah, for sure. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We got a sponsor real quick before we get into this. This is a sponsor that I love because I'm a huge user of this product. Harry's. Harry's? What is Harry's? Harry's Razors. Father's Day. Uh. This is a great Father's Day gift. The toughest part about... Here are the gifts that my brother and I do for my dad. Shit that gets delivered. Shit we don't have to bring to him. Shit that you're out of the box, see it, got it, thank you. Boom. Because dads are easy. Moms, you know flowers that's an easy thing but like you know what do you get a mom that doesn't feel like you're trying to fuck your mom (laughs) (laughs) well moms it's emotional gifts dads it's utility gifts dads it's like get me to the next level (laughs) this is the perfect gift for father's day because they open it up it's something they need it's useful and it's not like you're trying to like get your dad laid yeah, you know it's not like a, it's not like a, you know a negligee or whatever, you know, like, a, like, a, like a speedo to wear in front of his, your mom. Like Father's Day is just around the corner. Dads are impossible to shop for. It's just difficult. Fortunately, our friends over at Harry's have a special offer that you're gonna love, and Dad will too. Get five dollars off one of their their shave sets, including a limited edition Father's Day set at Harry's.com/slash/jtrain. Wow, easy. I just did it for you. You're welcome. I just. Got you through a difficult day. So harrys.com slash jtrain. Uh, I love, and the thing I love about Harry's, their foam, the, the gel makes you smell like a man. They come right to your door and the razors are great. So that's easy. I love Harry's so much. Um, they're all about getting a great shave at a fair price. Five German crafted blades, flex hinge, lubricating strip, 100% quality guaranteed, full refund if you're not happy, $2 a blade or less, which is less than half the price of the leading five-blade ra- uh, razor brand. Shave sets start at $15, not to mention $5 off when you go to harrys.com slash jtrain. Razor handle, moisturizing sh- shave gel, and three of Harry's five-blade precision-engineered razors. I would just sign your dad up. Yeah. yeah. I would just get him on the reoccurring thing on your credit card do it for a year um limited edition father's day set comes with a storm gray storm gray uh razor handle chrome razor stand foaming shave gel three replacement blades and a travel cover plus it comes in a sleek giftable box with the option to add custom engraving and personalized card for free i mean my god a personalized you could put you could put like fuck master. Yeah. Mm, you could put anything. You could fuck with your dad and give him a gift with an gr- engraving. Go to harrys.com slash jtrain right now and redeem a special offer for the fans of the show. Harry's will give you $5 off one of their fa- shaving sets. It's a limited time only act. So act now. Harry's.com slash jtrain. Get $5 off. Help support the show. Harry's.com slash jtrain. Harry's.com slash jtrain. Harry's.com slash jtrain. Harry's.com slash jtrain. She's got a boyfriend. Abba J train. I'm in a predicament. This is this girl. There's this girl, 897. So we have a rating system here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Girls or guys can use it. Face, body, personality, area code method, 897. She called herself that? This is a dude calling this girl an 897. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay. He's interested in her. We've been flirty acquaintances for years. I'm home from college on a co op and we'll be in the town she's going to school. My problem is she has a boyfriend. 
How do I play this? The way I see the two options are occasionally throw window tap until they break up or just say fuck it and ask her out while she's with this guy. Thanks in advance. Your podcast really helps you through the long commute. What do you think? Is <laughs> It sounds pretty... It sounds like he's uh, he's at his he's just ready to go here. <laughs> yeah, no other women in the town. Yeah, she's yeah. the only person. Eight nine seven. You don't even like her personality that much. Yeah, going to break up a relationship. So, which is much more work. It's a, it's like saying, yeah, you can get to Fuckville through this path over there. You know, it's a you know worn out. Or you can climb that mountain, and you cannot fuck all the way up and down the mountain. Yes. You know, because like, <laughs> all this work is just him wasting time. Well, he's trying to break up a relationship. That's he, what he's asking. He's got to come home to a girl, break her up with her boyfriend, then be the one that she leans on to have sex with at some point. Like, yeah. it's just too much. Yeah. Yeah. I'd play it differently. But we could do it still. We could do it. <laughs> the cut, the, the, you don't want to break up a couple. You want to be there when they break up. Yes. That's. You want to encourage her to be happy. If that means her breaking up with this guy, then... Totally. You know. If look that's... At, look at me, like, talking about... The, uh, endorsing this when I just talk about these <laughs> motherfuckers trying to break me up with my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, They're trying to break you up, and you're like, well, here's how I would do it. By this, way, is, did, this is the boyfriend from the first email. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is... <laughs> did you have a problem with the Harry's thing saying that it was German-structured? Just curious. It just, no. It struck me as cool. a little odd. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm a guy... I, I like a good redemption story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they went from... <laughs> Nazis, they turned all the factories into German <laughs> engineer blade factories. And now, listen, yeah, this beautiful. Jew's selling them. <laughs> so, what do you do? I, here's how I would play it. Okay. If I'm this guy, this is easy. You need her to be your biggest setup artist. You need her to be your wing woman. Mm. You need her. So what you do is you're on social media. You're the most supportive fucking dude in town. You're liking every picture. You're commenting when it's appropriate. You're Facebook liking, Twitter retweet, whatever. You're very just very online supportive of whatever the fuck she's doing. Then when you get back to town and you're going out, you say, hey, I'm going out tonight. Where's a good place to go? And you say to her, like, you got cute friends. You make her the girl that like services you out because she's going to have friends. Yeah. And they're going to be looking for dudes this summer. She's fine, but a girl who you describe as an 897 is going to have other 897 friends. Mm -hmm. So you might be hooked on the idea of like, oh, this is a girl from high school that I could never get with. But make, she exists in every town and in every group. Yeah. So you're, put it, you're, you're blocking yourself up to opportunity by making it that you're the guy that comes in from out of town and breaks up a relationship and maybe it doesn't work out in your favor. Yep. Why don't you make her an advocate who's like, and you say to her, hey, which your friends are single? She Like, if you see one of her friends that's cute, hey, she's cute. And while you're being this cool dude, maybe her boyfriend's not that great. And she's like, what the fuck am I doing with... All? And maybe it comes around. Yeah. But I would, you, I would say that make her your best friend in the new town. Because yeah. when you come back to the old town, it's new to you. Yeah, you've never drank in this town. You've never gone to the bars. You've never hung out in these social circles as an adult that you were hanging out as a child. Yeah. So don't come in like you own the place. You're a visitor. When I go home to Boston, I let people take me out. Yeah. I don't know Boston. I know New York. Yeah. And I, you know that's where I'm from. That's where I grew up. I grew up outside of the city. I don't know the city. Take me out. Show me around. Let me see your friend. Yeah. She's got hot tits. And here's another thing he can do. He can get with the friend 
and put it on her so good. Like, eat her out for two hours, yes. fuck her so hard. Because girls talk more about sex than guys do a million uh, times. Bring, bring a weekend bag down to that vagina. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Double Cialis, rhino pills, whatever it but is. But that's the thing. You, you have to be the dude that you're, she can push off, that she's like, why am I pushing this yeah. off? So m maybe it could happen, but that's not your first goal. Your first goal is... Let's be the fucking best party that this girl has found. Yeah. That she there's more, you know, action with her friends. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Bill Dawes. At Bill Dawes on Twitter and Instagram. He's got an Indiegogo on his Twitter at Bill Dawes. Love this after the first date. Dot dot dot. Mm. Cue the music, Papa JT, and consider yourself feathered. <laughs> I am feathered. Take. She took out that long, giant feather and rubbed oh, it against my nice. the seam of my nuts. Ooh. Ooh, I love how she does. This girl immediately got me hard. Oh, I love it. I went on a first date with a pretty average guy, five, six, eight, a couple days ago. I just love that she's not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> the date went well enough, and he texted me a couple hours after and mentioned getting together again. And I told him I'd like to see him again. I'll be traveling the next week or so, so we decided I'd let him know when I'm back in town to plan something. We haven't been texting or even added each other on Snapchat, but we weren't texting every day before the date either. He may just be a guy that doesn't feel the need to talk every day, which is cool, but what's a non-crazy way to strike up a conversation? Should I, go, should I just go for it and add him on Snapchat, or should I just live, the life, live life and let him know when I'm back in town? Am I overthinking this? What do you think? That's a good question. I it's think a good question. I can't believe that she went from this average dude to <laughs> I don't want to scare him away. Well, because because like a typical woman, the minute yeah. the guy pulls away, she's like, but wait a second. Why doesn't he give me attention? I, I love yeah. him now. Mm -hmm. So she just wants attention from the guy. And then when he gives her attention, she he, wants, yeah. she's going to be like, oh, whatever. Fuck this dude. Yeah. He's playing it perfectly. Is yeah, really he's, he, yeah. He's, he's got in her head. He's realized that his five face <laughs> just should shut the fuck up Yeah, to get his eight personality blown. So how do you strike up a conversation without looking crazy? I don't know. Talk Here, about shit that you care about. I don't know. Here's the advice I'll give to anyone with social media and dating. Don't. 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 Just don't. Just don't. The problem with dating apps is, and right now that I, like I've been thinking about this a lot lately, is you could convince yourself out of going on a date with anyone. Yeah. Because it used to be meet my friend. And now in your mind you're like, oh, I gotta go meet my, I gotta go meet this friend. She seems cute. My friend's recommending. Uh, I'm gonna go. Now you're sitting on Facebook being like, ugh, she's got that mom. Her mom's kind of not hot anymore. <laughs> her parents are divorced. That's why he's tagged as Frank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you create this whole backstory, yeah. and you don't even give the person a chance. Yeah, exactly. She could be a supermodel. You're like, ugh. I like, you know, a fat ass. Yeah. And she works out too much. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Like, you can yeah. get... And guys and girls both do this. Like, what's more relieving than a canceled date? Oh, it's the best. Nothing. That's the best. You've gotten back seven days, it feels like. <laughs> so, I, I just think for this girl, don't... I would... First date, let, let you be uh, the illusion of you outplay what you are. So like with, with social media, we create a concrete reality. If you just don't subscribe, you can only create the reality that's better than what you could see online. Yeah. You know, like, oh, if you see one profile picture, well, 
that's not her best picture. I'm sure she looks better, you know, or he's I oh he's probably better off than the oh you don't see yeah. the Snapchat shit. Oh, she's posting fucking uh, yeah. quotes all the time. And no one's ever said like, oh, the relationship is in the shitter until I added him on Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what <laughs> that I really saved it. that's what I really got into. And for her, I would texting this dude, text her when he got something to say. Yeah. But I would also play it as like, you made an agreement to get together when you're back. Play by that contract. Yeah. You know, if you have something to say in the meantime, if something comes up in your day that's like something that came up on your date, yeah, fine, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. But you created a verbal contract that when I'm back, let's try and figure something out. So I would play by those rules. Hey, I'm back. Uh, Would love to get a drink sometime whenever you're ready. And now balls in his court. Let him make the plan. And this is what she can't do. She can't wait like another couple weeks and then text him like, I'm back. He's like, hey, how are you? Why didn't you text me? Hate like, that. You're so right. Yeah, you're so right. When girls girls do that to me all the time, where it's like they'll play this game. Well, why didn't you text me? Oh, you said you were letting me know when you're back. I'm not yeah. going to fucking, you know, listen. Yeah. Be as interested as you said you would be. Yeah. Don't make me play this game where it's like, oh, I got to fucking put on my knight's uniform and court you. <laughs> my roommate dislikes my fuck buddy. Oh. Dear J Train, I'm a new fan of the podcast, but already love it as a girl who Ooh. thinks like a guy. Yeah, right. We'll see about that. Yeah, sure you do. Hey, but fuck buddy. I'm a girl with a yeah. fuck buddy. I'm so badass. I'm not your mama's fuck buddy. <laughs> Bam. She sounds like she's got a huge cock. No. <laughs> so I've been hooking up with this guy in a frat that my sorority has become close with. My roommate, pledge sister, best friend. My roommate, pledge. This is all the same person. Yeah. So it's a roommate, pledge sister, and best friend. Has a boyfriend, so she's not jealous of me getting constant dick. <laughs> oh, shit. She is a dude. <laughs> Before we left for school, she told me that she thinks she, he's using me for sex, and she's mad that he didn't take care of me at our formal. I think she doesn't mm-hmm. like him because she dislikes his frat, and she doesn't really know him. I just don't want this to be a problem next year considering we're sharing a room and I plan to keep banging him. How do I get her to realize that he's not a piece of shit? Tell me what you would do sincerely. I deserve to get laid. <laughs> I love this girl. Oh, that's... that's I'm such a fan of yeah, this Yeah, that's person. yours, man. That's all yours right there. That's your right? wheelhouse. That's my wheelhouse. Yeah. I think what she... Don't ever apologize for how you are living your life. For sure. If it's not an addiction, you know, this is what I'm saying, like, if you're saying, I'm a girl, this guy, I like him, we're having great sex, why, you have, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. You're being, if you don't feel like you've been wronged by him, why is it her responsibility to tell you how you should feel? Again, you can't be told how to feel. So you should say to her, hey, I know you don't have a problem with this dude, but I'm having fun. Yeah. So can you be supportive of me having fun? Yeah. Just be supportive of my good time. And the other responsibility is on this girl to not cry to her friend if she gets heartbroken. Yes. Because the friend is warning you. She's saying, I don't like this dude. You're saying, I hear, and you should always say to this girl, I hear you. I see the issues you're having, and I'm not sure if they're your own or you really care about me. Because what people do when someone says, I have a problem, I used to get, you know, I had a friend, I give her dating advice all the yeah. time. And she would say, I would give her advice. I'd be like, this is what I would do in this situation. She'd go, well, that's just you. You're, you know, that type of person. I'm like, okay, well, now you're kind of like demeaning 
the person I am. I was like, I'm just telling you how people normally act. I'm not putting judgment on it. So for her, you know, it, it was her putting her own emotions about me onto my advice. Yeah. So for this girl, she's it seems like she's putting on a roommate the emotions that she knows are there otherwise. Well, here's what I got to say about this girl. First of all, she's 100% full of shit. Because for her to say, I think like a guy, there's never a guy in the history of guys who'd be like, <laughs> I'm fucking this girl, but how would I convince my buddy that she's a nice lady? <laughs> no guy would ever say that. So she's obviously <laughs> like- fair. Yeah, you're right. She's <laughs> contradicting herself. She is she contradicting. She cares what the friend thinks of the guy. And it's okay to care. I think she cares that she's being judged by the friend too. That's the real issue. And yeah. I think- for her, it's, hey, say to her, hey, I hear you. I appreciate you looking out for me. I would also appreciate you as a friend uh, supporting the decisions I'm making, even if they might hurt me in the end. Yeah, she probably complains about this guy all the time. Like, he's just fucking me. That's the thing. You just can't complain about this guy to this girl. Yeah. She's out. She's given her peace. Yeah. She said, here's how I feel. But, I, but you have to say, if you're going to give from the roommate who's not asking for advice, but if you're a roommate in this situation... You can say, hey, I don't like this guy. I think he's going to fuck you over, but I'm here for you. Yeah. That's all you can do as a friend. Yeah, for sure. But this girl who's saying to her, I'm cool. Don't worry about it. I'm having fun. I deserve to get dick. Now you can't go back to this girl and be like, well, he dumped me. It's like, yeah, you, we told you. That's the only thing she can tell you. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Another sponsor, a returner. Mm-hmm. I love this sponsor because it's really what this podcast is all about. Confidence without saying you're confident. I think this is what this is. This movement watches. Totally. Movement watches is like it's a really um, fairly priced watch that looks good, but it's not like the watch that has gold spinners on it where you walk mm -hmm. in and you're like, yeah, dude, we know it's a cheap looking rich watch. This is... Beautiful watches that are well-priced and that you can look good with a suit on a summer day. You know, you, there's different looks. So Movement Watches was founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. The watchmaker's goal is to change the way consumers think about fashion by offering high-quality, minimalist products at revolutionary prices. With over 1 million watches sold to customers in 160-plus countries around the world, Movement Watches has solidified itself as the world's fastest-growing watch company. This is amazing. And look at this company was started by two kids in college and they were like, we want to look good, but we don't want to break the bank. So a lot like this podcast, this podcast is an entrepreneurial endeavor. we got the studio. We got the, you know, the, you know, the, the host, we got the, you know, the people listening and now movement comes in and says, Hey, let's give you some dough to push our product. Movement was started the same way. Two kids with a dream, just like Papa JT. <laughs> So listen, they were start the watches start at ninety five bucks. Department store, you're looking at four hundred to five hundred bucks. Uh, they figured it out by selling online. They were able to cut out the middleman. Classic design, quality construction, style, minimal minimalism. Over one million watches sold in one hundred sixty countries. So here's the deal: get fifteen percent off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash jtrain that's movement.com slash jtrain mvmt.com slash jtrain this watch has a really clean design i'm wearing it right now i have the it's american beautiful. flag band it's really great i've been getting compliments all over town since i put it on mm -hmm. it's mvmt.com slash jtrain join the movement 
And a lot of people have sent me snaps that they have movement watches. So a lot of listeners have them already. Oh, wow. That's great. Crazy. We'll let them know. Let movement know. So we got a couple. Big city burdens, small city limitations. Mm. Ready? Sounds like a poem. Shout out to Mansamp and your soon-to-be fo- uh, followed guest at oh. Bill Dawes Whoa. on Twitter. Huge fan of the podcast. One of the, my biggest, one of the biggest promoters of your wisdom around my area. I have a long one someone might relate to and stray away from the typical hook and relationship hookup and relationship advice emails. Okay, returning fifth year, only staying for the fall semester, then hopefully graduation. Too much partying, no sense of direction when I was younger. Okay, cool. I can respect that. The fifth year fall stay. That's a good move. Yeah. You know why? It actually, if you want to, if this guy wants to keep the glass half full, if you're going to move to a bigger city after college, move-ins during the winter are way easier than end of the summer when everyone's moving in. Mm-hmm. This dude gets another, like he's, his course load can't be huge in that last semester. Yeah. Gets a little really think it out. Maybe he could do an internship. You're going to be okay, buddy. I'm in public relationships. Uh, I'm in public relations. Don't cue the music. Only guy in that field. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, and that job field isn't available everywhere. I know you say undergrad degrees aren't the only route we'll, we'll all have in life, but I'm happy working in this field. I found a passion of working for sports, currently with the uh, the Cape Cod Baseball League for community engagement, hoping to go to the MLB front office, so this will mean moving. Mm. Cape Cod Summer Ball, that's like a huge deal. Yeah, it is. Freddie Prince Jr. played that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the, uh, that was the summer, league, summer <laughs> yeah. ball or whatever. My top choices are Pittsburgh and Boston, both for different reasons. Job availability and rent prices in Pittsburgh are ideal. Great single bedroom apartment for eleven hundred a month, and surprisingly, a lot to do outside of work for the area. Only downside is I don't know how much, how limited career in Pittsburgh can be compared to a major city. Boston has a high population of young people and a relatively high income, both extremely high rent. Saying I get offers in both cities that are relatively similar. Similar. Which way do you go? Little background: I'm a branch campus of Pitt. So explain that I didn't actually go to Pitt, even Holy though I have fuck. a Pitt degree is always annoying. Never shut up. <laughs> Eventually, especially if I live in I'm a kidding. city, follow and me. And I can be viewed as potentially inferior. I don't believe that. Thanks for the advice. Keeping this fifth uh, year focused on five years down the road instead of five hours down the road when the going gets tough. So what do you think? I might want. I might get this dude should tweet at me after the episode comes out because I want to come to a Cape Cod League game. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the community. I want to be engaged. That's all I remember from that was the Cape Cod League thing. That was it. It's the coolest yeah. thing. I've it's heard really about cool. it. And a lot of like big players start there. So what do you think? I literally I stopped listening about halfway through. <laughs> it was too complicated. I think for him, um, I would go... I think what you do... The move is big city first, small city second. Go try it out. So oh, like, yeah. you can all you can't move like he's go if it's between Boston and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a great city, and it's also like they got good food now. Like there's a thing going on. It's in coming up, yeah. It's, it's coming moving up. up. It's one of those come up cities. But you can always come home. Yeah. You there's a point in life where you can't go out. Yeah. So like life's gonna catch up with you. You're gonna find a girlfriend. You're gonna get serious. You're gonna move in together, and then she's gonna go. I'm not moving to fucking Boston. You have yeah. to rechange everything. So. Do the things that seem the most wild young versus the thing that will be safest young. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone, right? I like that. Isn't that the phrase? Yeah, yeah. I've never. I, I, sounds familiar. But I'm saying to this guy, especially like, yeah. you know, you have the, uh, yeah, rent's going to be high, but like, yeah, everyone's living 
you know, hand to mouth at 22 yeah, or 23. Everyone's living that way. So go be a part of everyone doing that at the same time instead of being like five years in Pittsburgh. Yeah, life is okay, but I didn't really get the job opportunities I wanted. I'm going to move to a big city. Now you're 28 and yeah. you're starting over. Yeah. Start over when everyone's starting over because at least you're going through it with people. At 28, friends are married, kids, and then they're, they're saying... You're going after your dream now? Yeah, exactly. You're taking the big leap now. And listen, I've been there. I, you know, started comedy at 25. You know, there's days where I was like, oh man, if I was 18 and started this, I, of course. I'd be, you know, but you can't think that way. You have to live life the way you played it. But for this guy, he's looking ahead. Go to the big city. Take that big, you know, take the big cut, as they say in, in, <laughs> in, the, Cape in, the, in the Cape Cod League. <laughs> yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more. One more. And I'll give you the choice. Let's put some cock and balls, some vagina in this one. Like that was a little too dry for me. That last Okay. One. Well, here are the choices. I'll give you date. This one, I think we'll save this for another episode because I like the title, but I, I think we want like a fun one. Yeah. She's more into me than I'm ready for. Help. <laughs> I like that. I mean, help, help, and it's. Should we do help? Yeah. Or uh, hold on. Peeing the bed versus Uber puking. I think that's a hypothetical. We can do that after. <laughs> Revive me, bro. I've got a ray gun. Wow, these are interesting titles. Instagram private or public? Oh. Hold on. Let me look at that. I think public. You got to go public. Is a single guy public? Yeah. What? Well, what are you hiding? Yeah. What difference does it make? Should I? Should you keep your Instagram private or public? I've been told that if you keep it private, you can get more followers. I'm guessing the reason is that if you're being curious to see someone, no, no. If you're single, be public. Yeah. Delete that. I would love to hear <laughs> your take on the subject, along with eight 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 man Samson esteemed guest. I we public right? There's no question about. There's it. There's no yeah. question. Yeah. Public also introduces you to other public people. Yeah, of course. You gotta I don't go get public. the point. It's like protecting your tweets. Why? Yeah, I don't. Um, I had a threesome with my coworker. There we go. Yeah, let's see that. Boom! We found you. <laughs> <laughs> found the email. You had me. I had a threesome. Good day, Papa JT. To start, I want to properly feather your nuts before this doozy of an email. I've been a listener for about six months, and you've successfully kept me sane while I'm at work. Also, congratulations on getting verified. I yeah, I was yeah. Instagram verified. That's a big one. That's a good that's one. Huge. That's, that's, that's huge. That's, that's a, the top. That's the top. Twitter verified. I mean, uh, everyone got verified last year. It's so horrible. And then. You know, it really pissed me off. Some girl on Twitter, she's like, oh, and I, she's verified on Twitter, but she's like, you know, she writes online. You know, yeah. and she, was, she wrote to me like, when I saw you were verified on Instagram, I wanted to kill myself. I was like, well, well, you know, tell your manager to send in all your TV appearances to Instagram and let them know. Yeah, exactly. Kill yourself. Come on. <laughs> uh, now onto my issue. Lady listener, by the way. Oh. I am so hard. I am in my early 20s and a year into my first job out of grad school. A guy started a couple months after I did, sat in the desk behind next to mine. His first week there, we went out for food and drinks once, and I had gone over to his house where we ended up making out. While we were making out, I wasn't feeling it. He got a little too handsy, and when, he, when I told him I didn't want to sleep with a, with a co-worker, he told me I was being awkward. 
<laughs> I told him he shouldn't call a girl he's trying to sleep with awkward and left. <laughs> She's right. He's, she couldn't be more right. Like, yeah. I, listen, you didn't want to fuck? Okay. You're being awkward not fucking me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You with know, your legs closed. It's so awkward. Yeah, use more words, buddy. Awkward yeah. doesn't just but also, sum up everything. You also, weirdo. you know what makes people awkward? Calling them awkward yeah. for yeah. not fucking you. Yeah. Uh, next couple weeks at work, we're uncomfortable, but we never talked about what happened again and have become good friends. Aww. We found out many times in a group setting alone as just friends. I found out he's been dating this girl that lives all the way across the country since before he moved here, so clearly before he tried to sleep with me. Anyways, I had went out with my coworkers three weeks ago, and after five shots of tequila, I started dancing with him. He ended up calling an Uber, and my, fr- and my friend who was out from out of town, and I went back with him to his apartment. One thing led to another. We had a full-blown threesome. I love the one thing led oh, to another thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I guess awkward worked. Yeah. yeah. I guess that. Yeah, that's the word. Use it from now on. I guess there's one thing. The the one thing with guys like this, when you're just a like a, a dude who fucks. Yeah. You're just putting it out there. Yeah, like like for he sure. he wasn't. I he put his whole job aside to just be like, yeah, you're being awkward. We should be fucking. Yeah. Like yeah. he's just a fuck guy. Yeah. I you know do you know guys like that where they're just like yeah I'm here to fuck yeah and and I kind of respect it yeah. Sure. But you're playing fucking, you're playing on a tightrope because yeah. this could have gone a bad way for him. But I don't understand. Care. Is, is, that the, is that done right? The, no, no, no. Oh, Next okay. day, he texts me and asks how I'm feeling. I say, fine. Last night got a little interesting. He replied with, I don't know what you're talking about. We'll never speak of this. Oh, Whoa, no. I love that guy. I'm I, res- him. <laughs> I responded back saying, you know, I won't tell anyone and dropped it. Since then, it's been normal for the most part. I moved desks and switched from his team to a different one around the same time this all happened, so I do not sit by him anymore. But I still eat lunch with him. He texts me a couple times a week, and I've been over to his house. I thought things were normal until we were walking, and he said, I think I should say something, even though I told you not to bring it up. I want to apologize for what happened. I said, why? He said, because it wasn't cool. It was a one-time thing, and it won't happen again. I told him I wasn't mad about it, and that was that. I know... That's ins- that's insane. There's a, he's playing some angle. There's, There's something, something going yeah. on. Yeah. I noticed last week that he blocked me on Facebook and thought it might be because he didn't want me trying to get in contact with his girlfriend. Then yesterday, I noticed he blocked me on Snapchat. This confused me because I don't normally snap him, and his girlfriend lives across the country, so there's no way I, uh, that it was because of her. We hung out today during lunch, and we both acted like everything was completely normal. The only difference is he used to be more sarcastic towards me, and now he's extremely nice. I don't have feelings for him and have the mentality that shit happens. We were adults and can move forward, be mature about it. I have not spoken of it and don't have a problem in the situation that's very clear and that's very clear to him. So my question is, why would he block me on social media? Should I say something to him or just act like I don't care? One last note. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. (laughs) But his (laughs) (laughs) This is when she toots. Uh, But his girlfriend is very average looking and I am a solid man samp or better on a bad day. Triple eight. Man samp's a triple eight. Oh, nice. So, like, good for her. Which you've met me. My personality is off the charts. Yeah. I don't know if that could... He's being modest. I I, I don't know if that could be a contributing factor because I know when I try and not think about a guy or can't stop checking his Facebook Insta, I will block him so the temptation is not there. But if that were the case, it seems like he would not act so normal and happy in person. So what do we think? He's obviously hiding her from the girlfriend. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All his actions are that of the cheating guy. Yeah. Like erratic behavior, anger, like the emotional differences. Like when a guy cheats, what we do is, and like, I'm not a cheater. I, I, you know, whatever, but I know that 
if you feel you've done wrong, you come back to the girlfriend as if you've never been more in love. And you think, yeah. and, and also, it's not even on her. It's him in your head. You're like, she knows everything. Yeah, of course. At every move. Like, if you get, like, a text that wasn't weird the day before, the day after he cheated, became a weird text. Yeah. Everything, the tone of everything changed because right now he's living in a horror movie. Yeah. Because he's got a lot of plates to spin. He's going to make sure this girl at work doesn't fucking get angry at him. He's going to make sure his girlfriend across the country doesn't think anything's up. And then he's got this rogue threesome chick that he has no control over. Yeah. yeah. So there are three people that are, that's six eyes. Yep. And three mouths. Yeah. Well, and like you said, he's a fuck guy. Like you kind of admire that. Yeah. But at a certain point after this, he probably was like, "Oh my god, what did I do?" This like, is yeah. He's going to think about the job. The Sunday Scary's got this he, guy like crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's not worried about like the morality or the ethics. He's no. worried about his job or or she having a fucking. She's twenty two. Yeah, having like a little crazy chick meltdown. Be like, oh my god, this guy did this. Freaking out. And it's not that she's crazy. It's that listen, you've seen, and then or any girl that would do that is crazy. It's just that's what happens. That happens. It happens with love and shit. People kill each other, kill their spouses. Yeah. Okay. So that's how crazy all this emotional shit can make you. So all the lunches he's doing with her right now, it's not because he wants to be friends. He's doing damage control. He's making sure she's drinking. <laughs> making sure you know have a sip of beer why aren't you drinking beer you pregnant you know like just like he's doing a lot of like yeah cover my track shit yeah for sure um so for her i think like the blocking stuff like that's not the way i would have played it if i was him but i it's not about her it's about hey like and also for him to be like that was a mistake. We never talk of this. Like he's only doing that because he's on hinge. He's yeah. fucking on tilt. Yeah, no he's guys like ever crazy. like. Oh my god, that th I feel so terrible about that threesome I had with no. two hot girls. No he played ever. it wrong. I would have came to him and been like, hey, that was a lot of fun. I hope you're cool with everything that happened. But yeah, you know, I'll see you tomorrow. It's yeah. so funny. Like he hasn't mentioned it to anybody. Like, no, I'm never gonna tell. Him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna hold on to this fucking shit. I just think like for her, I would move on from a guy like this. Oh, for um, sure. Like I just think like. He's only going to do what gets him fucked and then gets him not in trouble for fucking. Yes. So all of it is selfish and all of it's never going to be in the service of this girl. So yeah, like what is her what is her question again exactly she wants to know like what why did he block do? her? Like Oh, he just wanted to know why. Well, it wasn't because he was like, I can't stop looking at her Facebook. No, That's no, the no. They, listen, he would have he's found another person to masturbate to. <laughs> <laughs> so I I I think it's more that he's just trying to cover tracks yeah. and he's like he probably thinks he's going to marry the girl across the country and he's saying this will fuck everything up and she's mm -hmm. going to move here soon and I want to make sure that... But the thing for her, and she sounds so level-headed about this, she sounds like she's in the right... Like, listen, you had a fun night, whatever. Um, you know, contact me anytime. Um, but, I, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, don't... It Don't make his insanity your insanity. Yeah, for sure. Like... Look at him and be like, yeah, this guy's fucked up. I would get away from him, but I wouldn't yeah. regret doing what you did with him. That's yeah. it. Yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Bill Dawes, this is fantastic. Good to see you, man. Great, great to have you. At yeah. Bill Dawes on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow him. Support him. He's so funny. You guys are going to love him. Um, man Sam, thank you for chiming in. Oh, of course, man. At Man Sam on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the Labs network i'm jared freed we're here every tuesday and friday i love doing this podcast keep telling your friends we need it to grow every summer we get that little bump 
and it's very helpful. So let's get that bump again. Spread the word. Tell a friend. Feather my nuts. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom.